flown. I have sailed. I have moved about this world of ours. And ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in Audio Drama Networks. This is Mutual. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. They hanged John Farrell in the dawn amid the marketplace. At dusk came Adam Brand to him and spat upon his face. Ho, oh, neighbors all, spake Adam Brand, see ye John Farrell's fate? Tis proven here a hempen noose is stronger than man's hate. For heard ye not John Farrell's vow to be avenged upon me come life or death? See how he hangs high on the gallows tree. Yet never a word the people spoke in fear and wild surprise, for the grisly corpse raised its head and stared with sightless eyes, and with strange motions, slow and stiff, pointed at Adam Brand and clambered down the gimmet tree, noose in his hand. With gaping mouth stood Adam Brand like a statue carved of stone, till the dead man laid a clammy hand hard upon his shoulder bone. Then Adam shrieked like a soul in hell. The red blood left his face, and he reeled away in a drunken run through the screaming marketplace. And close behind, the dead man came with a face like a mummy's mask, and the dead joints cracked, and the stiff legs creaked with their unwanted task. Men fled before the flying twain, or shrank with bated breath, and they saw on the face of Adam Brand the seals set there by death. He reeled on buckling legs that failed, yet on and on he fled. So through the shuddering marketplace, the dying fled the dead. At the riverside fell Adam Brand with a scream that rent the skies. Across him fell John Farrell's corpse, nor even the twain did rise. There was no wound on Adam Brand, but his brow was cold and damp for the fear of death had blown out his life as a witch blows out a lamp. His lips were writhed in a horrid grin like a fiend's on Satan's coals, and the men that looked on his face that day, his stare still haunts their souls. Such was the fate of Adam Brand, a strange, unearthly fate, for stronger than death or hempen noose are the fires of a dead man's hate. Which Will Scarcely Be Understood by Robert E. Howard Read by James Leeper Small poets sing of little foolish things as more befitting to a shallow brain that dreams not of Priolantian kings, nor launches on that dark, uncharted main, that holds grim islands and unholy tides, where many a black, mysterious secret hides. True rhyme concerns her not with bursting buds, the chirping bird, the lifting of the rose. 
save ebon blooms that swell in ghastly woods, and that grim, voiceless bird that ever broods, where through black boughs a wind of horror blows. O oh, little singers, what know you of those ungodly, slimy shapes that glide and crawl out of unreckoned gulfs when midnights fall? to haunt the poet slumbering and close against his eyes thrust up the hissing head and mock him with their eyes so serpent red conceived and bred in blackened pits of hell the poems come that set the stars on fire born of black maggots writhing in a shell Men call a poet's skull an iron bell filled up with burning mist and golden mire. The royal purple is a mouldy shroud, the laurel crown is cypress, fixed with thorns, the sword of fame, a sickle notched and dull, the face of beauty is a grinning skull, and ever in their souls red caverns loud, the rattle of the cloven hoofs and horns. The poets know that justice is a lie, that good and light are baubles filled with dust. This world's slave market where swine sell and buy, this shambles where the howling cattle die, has blinded not their eyes with lies and lust. Ring up the demons from the lower pit, since evil conquers goodness in the end. Break down the door and let the fires be lit, and greet each slavering monster as a friend. Let obscene shapes of darkness ride the earth. Let sacrificial smokes blot out the skies. Let dying virgins glut the black god's eyes, and all the world resound with noisome mirth. Break down the altars, let the streets run red, tramp down the race into the crawling slime. Then where red chaos lifts her serpent head, the fiend be praised, we'll pen the perfect rhyme. Fragment by Robert E. Howard Read by Carl Yowell And so his boyhood wandered into youth And still the hazes thickened round his head And red lascivious nightmares shared his bed And fantasies with greedy claw and tooth Burrowed into the secret parts of him Gigantic, bestial and misshapen paws Gloatingly fumbled each white youthful limb and shadows lurked with scarlet gaping jaws. Deeper and deeper in a twisting maze of monstrous shadows, shot with red and black, or gray as dull decay in rainy days, he stumbled onward. Ever at his back he heard the lecherous laughter of the ghouls. Under the fungoid trees lay stagnant pools wherein he sometimes plunged up to his waist and shrieked and scrambled out with loathing haste. 
feeling unnumbered slimy fingers press his shrinking flesh with evil, dank caress. Life was a cesspool of obscenity. He saw through eyes accursed with unveiled sight, where lust ran rampant through a screaming night and black-faced swine roared from the devil's sties, where grinning corpses, field-inhabited, walked through the world with taloned hands outspread, where beast and monster swaggered side by side, and unseen demons strummed a maddening tune, and naked witches, young and brazen-eyed, flaunted their buttocks to a lustful moon. Rank, shambling devils chased him night on night, and caught and bore him to a flaming hall where lambent in the flaring crimson light a thousand long-tongued faces lined the wall. And there they flung him, naked and asprawl, before a great dark woman's ebon throne. How dark, inhuman, strange her deep eyes shone. This is Jack Ward, and from everyone here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you all safety and protection during the COVID-19 outbreak. Join us as we listen and imagine, and together we'll make it through this. Please be safe.